Megan, spring is one of our family's busiest seasons with tons of time on the go. There are so many places to be and details to remember. And the last thing I need is the constant irritation of uncomfortable shoes. So today we're talking about the Vionic Vitals collection from our longtime sponsor, Vionic Shoes. These are the best essential shoe styles for everyday wear this season. So Katie on our team is getting ready for warmer weather in Chicagoland with a pair of Vionic's Bella Toe Post sandals. These are Vionic's best-selling flip-flop style, and they have a cute little bow on them. They come in nine great colors, but Katie chose a versatile black patent leather. They're super supportive for her high instep, and they even come in wide sizes, which is a great option. Yeah, the styles in the Vionic Vitals collection are classics that don't really go out of fashion. And because they're such great quality, they're going to last as well, even with daily wear, which mine definitely get. And I love that Vionic offers a 30-day guarantee. Wear them, love them, or return them for a full refund within 30 days. But I have a feeling after those 30 days, our listeners will love their Vionic shoes so much they'll be ready to order another pair. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at Vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life. But we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement. And remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Mom Hour. I am Sarah Powers, here as always with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. So I said, as always, but actually, this is one of our Voices interview episodes. Um, We do these once a month, usually the first Friday of the month. And it isn't always the two of us together, but we have started doing that because we don't like to leave each other hanging. It's, It's too much fun to be here together. Yeah. And this time I got to do the interview and I'm really excited about it. I am talking with Shana Firm and Tracy T, who are creators of the Pump and Dump show. It's a live multimedia comedy show touring across the country right now. And I got to talk to Shana and Tracy about how they met why they decided to do this show, what it's like being moms on tour. Um, It's actually not as glamorous and exciting as it might sound. And then what you can expect from an evening at the Pump and Dump show. And I'm really excited because I get to go see that show in March in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, Tracy and Shana are really funny and relatable. And the interview is a lot of fun. So I know you're going to enjoy it. But Sarah, our sponsor Vionic is back today with their Vionic Vitals collection. These shoes are the most essential styles for everyday wear to get us ready for spring, which will be here before we know it. We've already talked about my Uptown Loafers and Willa Slip-On Flat and your Chardonnay heeled sandal, but this collection also includes the Walk 23 Classic Sneaker. That is that unapologetic dad sneaker style that's so popular right now. And I was just thinking having all four styles would basically be like having a spring capsule wardrobe for your feet. Oh my gosh, that is actually such a genius idea, Megan. I love where you're going with this. You know, high quality shoes are such a classy way to elevate your wardrobe. And the styles in the Vionic Vitals collection really can be worn in your everyday mom life, whether you're running errands or dressing up for an occasion. Yeah, and let's talk about the comfort factor, Sarah. Vionic actually got started by revolutionizing medical orthotics. Today, they continue to use that science to make cute and comfortable shoes that can keep up with our active lifestyles. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Vionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. We are welcoming back Olive and June as a sponsor. And Megan, I'm so excited about this partnership because with spring right around the corner, I love refreshing the little things in my life, including my manicure. 
I am the biggest fan of doing my nails at home instead of at a salon because it's convenient, so much cheaper at just $2 a mani, and the results can't be beat. It all begins with Olive and June. Yeah, Olive and June's mani system has everything you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. These are profesh tools designed just for DIY. A couple of the items included are their best-selling poppy, which makes it so easy to brush on a smooth coat, even with your non-dominant hand, which you do have to use about half the time, it turns out, (laughs) and their award-winning cuticle serum, which is so nourishing and a finishing touch I love. Well, I've been a big fan of their quick dry polish for a while now. It seriously dries in about a minute, making it perfect for busy moms. Visit oliveandjune.com slash themomhour for 20% off your first mani system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash T-H-E-M-O-M-H-O-U-R for 20% off your first mini system. Hey, Tracy and Shana. Thanks for being on the show. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Of course. I'm really excited about this. First of all, I don't know if you guys know this, but I am coming to see your show in March in Grand Rapids. Oh, so awesome. I will be at That's the awesome. March 15th. Um, the March 15th. What do you call it? Production? Is that what you show? Show? show. Okay. Good old fashioned show. Okay. <laughs> and I know everyone's going to really want to know what that experience is like. And unfortunately, when this comes out, I won't have gone yet. So I won't be able to talk about it yet. But um, I'm really excited to see you guys and, and talk about it. But I, what I want to know first is, you know, you guys have backgrounds as actors and comedians, correct? Yes. So mm-hmm. how did that turn into this two woman independent show that you just decided to take on the road? That's so huge and ambitious and awesome. Uh, that's funny. I mean, we, I'm only saying it's funny because when we started it, we had no idea we were ever going to take it on the road. Oh, okay. (laughs) We were, um, in the throes of new parenthood and we had tiny, tiny babies and like you said, backgrounds in this stuff. And we both were living in Denver and had kind of like give, not given up, but kind of said goodbye to the entertainment industry, I guess, in a way. Um, and so we, we had these babies and started this this show in a bar for free in Northwest Denver, just because we needed a night out and we felt like moms did too. Um, and then that was almost seven years ago. So, uh, it kind of just quickly developed, um, where people really wanted to come and really felt like they needed to come. And then it grew from there and we felt like we needed to take it outside of Denver. So it was really organic. Yeah. That's, that's really cool because I think so many times, especially if you're in an industry like entertainment, or media or something that's really intense and kind of often requires you to be in a specific place or geographic location. It's like people think having kids is the end of that, but you mm-hmm. guys found a way to just do your own thing, but still very much in your own wheelhouse, which I think is really inspiring. Well, yeah, we didn't. Um, it took some, this is Tracy. We, it took some uh, stumbles yeah. <laughs> for sure. And it took a, <laughs> some getting used to, um, Certainly, I think sometimes people think that we um, are either on the road in a tour bus, the two of us just touring the country and abandoning our families. Which might sound really attractive to moms at certain (laughs) stages of life, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So there's that. Or they think, um, oh my gosh, how fun this is for you. You guys get hotel rooms by yourself. Mm -hmm. A, Shane, I have never not shared a hotel room. Um, and B, we, we really learned that the best way for us to do it is to basically drop the kids off at school, drive to the airport, show up, do the show, 
go to bed at midnight and then wake up at three, four or five in the morning, take the first flight out of town and come wow. home and pick the kids back up from school. So. OK, so let's dig into this, because that was one of my questions further down anyway. But we might as well just get him right now. What is it? I mean, that's a, that's like one of those things that to me just sounds so punishing, because when I travel, it's, <laughs> it's relatively um, you know infrequent that I'm traveling. So when I do it, it's like I want to have all this cushion on either side. I only yeah, want to no. fly at the time that's like the most like perfect time for me to fly, but you guys don't have that luxury really because you're fitting this in around your family life. So tell us what is this? You're on tour from what? January till June. Mm -hmm. We do January till June. And then we take the summers off, um, which is so great. And then, and then we do a kind of a shorter abridged fall show um, up until basically December 1st when the holidays blow up in everyone's faces and then we're home. So in that sense, it's nice we get a break. But yeah, it's um, it's a lot of travel. It's a lot of travel. And you guys, okay, so, so walk me through this. It's a week that you are, it's a tour, you know, during a tour month. You are doing shows every week? Um, sometimes, you know, we try to, if, if, especially if we have to be gone for more than one day. Like, for example, tomorrow night we leave to go to Fort Lauderdale and do a show and we'll we'll go, we'll do the show. We fly back first thing the next morning. If we've had to be gone like two nights, three nights, we will try to take a week off between. Um, okay. But so some months there's four shows and some months there's six shows. But we we you know, we honestly just we honestly just physically can't right. <laughs> do much more than that yeah. unless we were to, you know, like Tracy said, get on a bus and do like a three week tour, which I think would be really difficult for our families. So, um, we somehow have made it work. It's, it's physically exhausting, but we try to take good care of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it's, you know, you do it so much and you hear road warriors all the time. Like you just get down into your rhythm and thank God for Southwest airlines because, yeah. <laughs> you know, that. at least they have a million different flights and right. they're always so accommodating. Um, and we just, we just kind of have our routine down and, you know, I think at first when we first started traveling, it was very much like, oh my gosh, we're free and we're in California. Yeah, this is crazy, the best right? life ever. And may have stayed out a few too many nights, yeah. like late after the show. And now, um, now it's, it's almost, just another day, right? Yeah. It's yeah. almost straight to bed. <laughs> and yeah. where's our protein shakes and our yeah. essential oils and our vitamin supplements so that we can <laughs> get up the next funny. morning. <laughs> get back on a plane well I that know doesn't that, mean we don't have a martini after the show well, but right there sure. are certain necessities <laughs> right but yeah I'm, I'm curious if you guys I know for you know Sarah and I travel a fair amount together and we've definitely learned like we have certain rhythms we almost always share a hotel room and we have certain like personality types about the way we use the room about the way we um like how we go to sleep how early we go to bed how we how messy we make the room what are you guys learning like what have you learned about yourselves are you very different in the way you travel are you the same have you had to compromise Gosh, I mean, we've been um, doing this for like five years. It's so, like you said, it's so routine. I mean, I always get the bed closest to like the bathroom wall and Tracy <laughs> always gets the bed closest to like the air conditioning in the window. And, uh, you know, we have our, I mean, one time, one time we were doing a project where the people who had flown us out put us in separate rooms oh. and we, we were miserable. We were like calling each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Hey, this feels really strange. Um, yeah. I mean, it's funny. I mean, one person brings the toothpaste and the other brings the yeah. wash. <laughs> I love like, that. We just have our, I mean, sure. We both have our own idiosyncrasies and, um, you know, we have our sound machine to drown out each other's noises during the night. Right. <laughs> Um, but really, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like a second marriage. I mean, that's after what, a yeah, while, that's just, just sounds. 
yeah, yeah exactly. we just know we just kind of know each other's things. And I think one reason we felt confident even doing this is when we when we did our first, we went out to uh, Mill Valley outside San Francisco and did our first show in kind of a friendly environment where Shay had a bunch of family and we had friends, so we kind of knew it was going to be an easy trip. And we were like, okay, yeah, we can travel together because some friends you love dearly and you cannot travel right. with them. So yeah. sometimes was, you don't find that out right away either, and that's no, the hard part, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like you guys are like work wives but with sleepovers, which is just... So basically just wives. work wives. We're just basically <laughs> wives. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I love it. Well, I want to talk a little bit about, um, because this is such a cool partnership that you guys have, which how, I'm, I'm wondering how this even came about. Did you know each other through your kids? Were you connected in some other way before you had kids? Like, how did this start? We were kids. Um, we were in eighth, eighth and ninth grade when we met, um, and we were really close, um, really, really good friends all through junior high and high school, um, stayed in touch in college, um, each respectively moved to the either coast. I was in New York City and Tracy was in L.A., um, but found out that we were having babies at the same time through Facebook. And Tracy had moved back to Denver and I moved back to Denver when my daughter was like gosh, nine or 10 months old, um, and had a play date and picked up right where we left off. So we've been together for years and years and years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's such a cool story. And I love the, the power of kind of how having, you know, even you, you keep those friends and you, and you stay in touch, but there is really something about having a baby that kind of can bring old friends back together. That just puts you yeah. just automatically kind of like, how in middle school, everyone's in it together. Like everyone's in the same place and like mm -hmm. having the same experience and having a baby is very similar. Like you're suddenly you're back in something new and uncomfortable and messy, but you're and it doing was, it for together. both of us. We had both moved back from the coast after, you know, many, many, many years away from home. We're both Denver natives. Yeah, so okay. there was that transition back from kind of a big city to a smaller city and what, you know, back to where your family is and all that. And then our daughters are three weeks apart. So we wow. really had babies at the same time. Um, so everything, Shana's daughter's three weeks older than my kids. So every time Shana's kid did something, she was like, well, just wait three weeks. And then lo and behold, my daughter would do the same thing. That's so so we really kind of just, yeah, just sort of trucked through motherhood right on each other's heels, which was wonderful. I love that. It's like, you've got someone who's like a half step down the road in front of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just far yeah. enough ahead that you can kind of see around a little bit around the bend. And well, and, and in those days, three weeks feels like an eternity, it right? Does. So you're just yeah. like, well, when's my baby going to start walking? I'm like, right. just wait. And then, you know, two weeks later, there's Evie walking. Yeah. Right. Well, so let's talk about, I mean, how this experience of new motherhood um, brought you guys back together, but also gave you the idea for this show. What can someone expect when they go to the pump and dump show? And what is it? What's the experience like? Well, I think, you know, the, the number one reason we started it is because we really just felt like moms needed a night out. Mm. And especially in those early days when you're just convinced that everything you do is going to make the child perish if you don't do it correctly. <laughs> it's all um, very fraught. It's yeah. very fraught. It's very stressful. You're, I mean, you're, you're, you yourself are a mess and you're trying the best. And I think it's easy to get really caught up in that mania, not to say it's not warranted. But sometimes you just need to take a step back and look at it and say, okay, I'm doing the best I can and just have a night out and some laughs. And I think what we provide is just the opportunity for moms to laugh at the things we all have in common. Because the truth is, 
no matter what kind of parent you are, like from the very hippiest of hippie scales to whatever the opposite of a hippie parent is, right. you know, everyone, everyone has to wipe poopy butts. Everyone is up in the middle of the night. Everyone deals with breastfeeding or bottle feeding. We all have the same things in common and they're all ridiculous and hilarious. Mm. And that's what the show is about. And we also have, I mean, I think after doing the show over and over, like the one thing that all of us have in common is that raising a human is actually hard. And it just felt like at the time that no one was saying that, you know, Mm. and mom guilt is so intense. So like we, we kind of, from the beginning created a place where we could just laugh about it and, and talk about how just like really different our lives were um, and how hard it was. And I think people really clung on to that, especially at the time. I mean, this was pre like Insta Instagram mania where I feel like um, maybe there's a lot more outlets and memes and things that kind of make you feel included. Um, It was, a you know, motherhood's isolating in itself. But I think at the time, I certainly felt extremely isolated. And I think the moms who really came to the show month after month um, felt that too. Yeah, and it's so smart of you guys, actually. And but but a factor of where you were at the time, it's like, you've got this little person and you need a break and you need to get out, but like, mm-hmm. you don't want the break to take you too far away from that experience or no. something. You need mm-hmm. to talk about it and hear about it from other people who have been there. I remember when it would be feel so foreign to me to like, go see a movie that didn't have anything yeah. to do with parenthood. I'd be like, well, what does that have to do with my life? Like, yeah, how that doesn't even sound entertaining. Like <laughs> yeah. So this well, is like that perfect sweet spot because you're getting, you're getting that time out with, you know, with or without other mom friends and you're getting to laugh and enjoy yourself and be free of that, but it's still so relevant to your life. Right. And And it's not just like a breastfeeding workshop, which is also a lovely place to meet other moms and have abandoned mothers. It's like, because that stuff does exist too. And we totally encourage that. It's a place to kind of, we called it the pressure gauge, you know, this big mommy pressure gauge where you could go and just, just decompress for an hour and a half and then go back home and, and mom it up again. Yeah, exactly. But there's also just something so powerful about being in the same room with other people going through exactly the same thing. Yeah. I think especially in this internet age, and we're so glued to our computers and our phones, um, you forget that there's humans around you that are suffering and struggling just like you are, like actual people. And there's just, there's just something magical when we laugh about you know, eating your effing food and just being so fed up with someone, you know, trying to feed your kid. And you look around and you see every mom with tears down her face, laughing hysterically. You really, you can't help but think you're not alone. Right. And it's, there's just something beautiful about that. Tell me about this band of mothers, because I know that's something that you guys are really um, putting energy behind this idea of bringing together your group or your tribe or however you want to call it. You've actually hashtagged it, right? So it's hashtag Um. band of mothers. How is that playing out for you at your shows and and in between? We, you know, we started years ago kind of theming our tours and we started even know what year it was that we did year of the mother. And it kind of, it kind of uh, helped, helped us discover like what a powerful thing uniting us was, especially when it came to, you know, using hashtags and kind of using, you know, branding the idea of coming together as moms. Um, and I think that the community that we create at the shows themselves, like Tracy was saying, that kind of, you know, camaraderie and commiseration that you feel at a pump and dumb show, um, band of mothers was just the perfect way to put it. So we had a band of mothers tour. What was it last year, Trace? Um, 
Uh, sure. And they all blur, they all blur <laughs> you together. Don't know what year it is anymore? Right? <laughs> I, we, I have no idea. <laughs> I had a uh, time. Um, I have no idea when it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that concept just really stuck for us and really stuck for our, um, it feels weird to call them fans, like pump and dump people, people who like to come into the show. And, um, so this year we created a Facebook group called Band of Mothers and, and there's just something in this world where I feel like people can be so, uh, judgy, mm-hmm. um, this like momosphere that that's happening and, and you can feel so judged, you can feel so guilty to, to really just put a positive on it. I mean, we have these we have these mom karma cards we give out at every show that just says you're doing a great job. And I will tell you that like, it says you're an awesome mom. You're doing a great job. You got this. And I hand them out. Like I watched a mom um, at a Starbucks where her kid puked all over the floor and she was like cleaning it up, trying to like put, and then like her kid was crying. She's standing there putting cream in her coffee, you know, in this like embarrassing, just overwhelming moment that we've all felt. And I just walked up to her and I just handed her a card and walked away. And like, you know, two minutes later when she kind of got her, got herself together, she walked by and just looked me in the eye and said, thank you. I needed that. And I was, I, you know, burst into tears, Yes, you know, I mean, why not more of that? And so that's what we, that's what we talk about at the show. Tracy's always talking about like ass slaps and high fives, you know, like when you see a mom having it with a kid, having a tantrum at target, why not? you know, hand her a card and tell her she's got this and you, and you get it. And that's what Band of Mothers is about for us. So spreading that as like a movement is, you know, is kind of just what we do. I love that because it, it, you are in those moments and it is like the most fragile Mm. you will ever feel (laughs) is that moment where you're publicly parenting or your kid is not doing what you think they should be doing or they're melting down or whatever your trigger is, your personal trigger, everything is falling apart. And it's like, Mm -hmm. just, and you don't get like your kid is not going to give you a high five for wiping their butt ever or cleaning up their vomit. <laughs> ever, right. Like so, ever. Unless it's <laughs> unless that high five is actually covered in, in poop, poop and then he will absolutely want to <laughs> yeah, high five. Exactly. You. But it'll probably be like on your lips. Uh-huh, yes, absolutely. Yes, exactly. It's a face smack. Oh, yeah. So that, I love that. And that makes me a little teary because I, I definitely have had moments in my and I still get them, even though I don't have little ones running around and causing a scene anymore. You still need that support, even as your kids get older and giving it out feels good too it does it really I mean and I think yeah that's another thing we we've kind of forgotten about being altruistic with each other and you just you just don't know the backstory to someone's crappy day yeah (laughs) and sure maybe they weren't as disciplinary as they should be that caused their kid to cry about not getting a toy but maybe that kid actually has been sick for three weeks or maybe I mean there's a million different reasons and I guess, yeah, like why not just spread a little love and because you've been there too and instead of just all this eye rolling and... Well, and what can it hurt? It can't, it, exactly. It, dip- disapproval doesn't really help anything and but, support can always do nothing but good. It, it can do nothing but help, right? Yeah, you can just you can just never be, frankly, you just can't ever really be too nice. No. You know, I mean, it's just never going to backfire on you. That's very, very true. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya, is back on the show today and I just really love this company. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk most parents don't really want their growing kids eating. That's why Haya, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin, was created. That's right, Megan. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern kids' diets to provide the full-body nourishment they need. And Haya vitamins have a yummy taste kids love, too. So we were just talking to Katie on our team, Megan, and she was saying that when they get down toward the bottom of the high vitamin bottle, her boys are 
fighting over who gets the last one. Oh, I love it. And I also love that Katie can feel good about that, right? Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door. So parents never need to worry about running out. And we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Okay, Tracy and Shana. So we got just like kind of the high level of what it's like to be on tour as a mom. We're going to get back to that in a little bit because in a little bit, because I know there's moms at home going, how on earth does that work? Does that even work? Right. Um, But first, I definitely want to talk about this. You talked about kind of hashtagging this idea of band of mothers, making it into an online community, a Facebook group and a, or a, is it a group or a page? Uh, it's, a, it's a Facebook group. It's a private group. So. It's a private group. Okay. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I understand that you guys are, are maybe handling social media a bit different this year. Like it's an intention of yours to be different. And see, when I say intention, it makes it sound very like purposeful. <laughs> Right. So well, you guys can feel really good about it. Do. You do intentions in 2019. Exactly. So you're very on brand. So it's, so it's not that you guys are giving up. It's that you're choosing a different path. Right. So we tell quit. me about We're that. We're out of there. <laughs> yeah. Tell we me about, about what your, first. Uh, your approach to it and how, why it's kind of evolved that way. Cause I think a lot of us are kind of there to be honest. Yeah. Trace, yeah. who, who wants to talk? It's well, like, so, okay. So here, here's the real honest truth. We're performers, you know, we have a certain amount of pressure put on us by the people who help us run our company by, you know, our agents and people who we, you know, we have, we, this is a business and we have mouths to feed and people to pay and staff and um, expectations in this time of our lives. And a lot of that has to do with your digital presence. Mm. And, um, you know, what Shay and I did from day one was a live show. And we always said we're a very lo-fi business in a hi-fi world. And we were super proud of that. And at some it's point- It's actually not that impressive. We, we were impressed <laughs> with that saying for a long time. And it actually means absolutely nothing. Again, guys, it's the intention behind it, right? If you call it, <laughs> we so We were super so. happy doing our show and, um, you know, and posting when we thought about it. Yeah. And- and then at some point, something shifted and everyone, it felt like everyone who we met or knew or had a meeting with was basically like, you need a podcast, YouTube channel, um, IGTV, Instagram feed, and, More followers, and right. you need 50 million followers by next Tuesday, or you're never going <laughs> to be worth anything in life. And, and we, I think we got a little caught up in that and it started to consume um, our day-to-day work days mm. because we were constantly so concerned about, are we posting enough? Are we doing, oh, we don't really want to do a YouTube channel. We we're on the road. Like we have we, to be everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And we don't want to put on makeup anymore. We do that on the show and just, it's just, and also you, you only have a certain amount of bandwidth, right? right? I mean, our creative energies went into the show and now they go into the podcast. But so I think we just kind of got caught up with that. And then just recently on the plane, we got to talking and we looked at each other 
And almost at the same time, we were just like, we don't want to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. We were like, I hope this plane goes down. (laughs) (laughs) It's over. Well, it just didn't want to do it. And, you know, and it's not that we, we begrudge other people who do. We're actually, frankly, quite jealous and impressed. Impressed, yeah. Because people do it so wonderfully and it's entertaining. And look, I love me some Busy Phillips is just as much as anyone does. Um, It's just not us. And we're also just not that interesting. And so I felt like we were trying to put our personal lives on display in a way that didn't feel um, organic to Mm -hmm. us or even truthful. And so we just decided not to do it anymore. Yeah. Okay. And the, the, the thing that I think a a lot of people around us want us to be is um, like, I mean, internet stars, which is just not our lives are interesting to us. Our show's always been about the moms and about the show itself Mm -hmm. and really never just particularly about Tracy and I. Um, And so I think, and our long-term goals with the show are, are similar. So it felt, it didn't felt very authentic to us as a, as a company and as a brand either. So we just decided to scale back the, like, the kind of desperate reposting of memes to get Mm, more followers and that kind of a thing, which I feel like, um, you know, really works for other people. And we enjoy reading and we enjoy watching people IG their stories about their kids all day long. It just wasn't what we wanted to do. So our 2019 intention was just to kind of take off that pressure and Mm. realize that, you know, we're doing just fine. Um, with what it is that's important to us, which is the show and now the podcast. And um, it's been kind of a freeing, cool, it's really just a perspective shift, to be honest, yeah. you know, just a stra- strategic shift in what we post about. You know, we were always scared, like, oh, we're posting too much about the show. But the truth is the Instagram for us is a way that we tell people that we're coming to their city. So right. that's what, what it's for. And if you gum and, it up too much, then there's a chance that they won't see that if they you know, pop in. And it's not like we won't take pictures on tour of funny things or do this or that, or let people into the world of the pump and dump show. I mean, that's fine with us. It was this pressure that we felt to be, um, something that we're just not. And those things actually do exist. And again, we're impressed that people can post 12 times a day and have that kind of management. We just can't while we're touring and doing our lives. But the, the irony there is that there are people who are, you know, social media stars who would kill to have a successful live show. So it's like we all think we can all do all of the things, but really we're only probably actually good at like one or two. It's really true. And I think one of the one of the best things was the the two of us admitted out loud to each other and then, you know, to the world that we just don't want to be internet stars. Yeah. And I think we, it's like you, for a while there, I felt like we weren't allowed to say that. So we just kind of went along for the ride and we've had some wonderful projects and collaborations and no regrets with any of it. Um, I think it was just really nice to come back to ourselves. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, you can't do all of the things and we, what we do really really well is our live show and what we believe in for moms is coming to the show and being together. And those are the things that make us happy and proud and fulfilled. And and if we, like you said, if we focus on that, it's only going to get better and it's only going to be a better experience for the people who come to our show. And that's, what's important to us. I love that. And honestly, I've been around the world of like parenting digital media for a very long time. And 
And, and the people kind of high up, the people at the table to make decisions, sometimes are kind of like act out of fear. There's like lemmings, like, oh my gosh, someone said YouTube is it now, let's go. Yeah, Everyone oh, go, 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 sure. go. And then it's like podcasting, whoop, like screed of, you know, the record and then go in that direction. And you can't run in all directions because you'll never get any traction if you just keep like all over the place. So I think that's actually, I think there's going to be a bit of a backlash and people are going to start specializing again. That's my prediction for like- And we're just, you know, I'm always like, who, I, I'm, I am, I'm truly impressed, but you know, we're just like, who is taking all these pictures of these people? I mean, it's just usually <laughs> just the two of us on the road. Yeah. And we don't, I mean, it's not that we don't want to keep it real because yeah. I think we do a really good job of doing that. I mean, I literally post the leftovers that I eat in the morning right. because that's the only, that's the only reality TV we really do. We're not really, we don't need to be beautiful all the time. We just, we don't even look presentable enough to, to be unpresentable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and there's the joke about Instagram boyfriends <laughs> and husbands who are specially trained. Oh. I mean, it's, it's fascinating to us and yeah. that's, I'd rather it, I just want to keep it fascinating to yeah. me. And what was happening was, um, you know, this from a more personal perspective, as I was looking at the business and I was looking at this digital world and I was just having so many negative feelings yeah. about, you know, about how it even trickles upward, you know, or that doesn't make sense trickling upward, by the way. Uh, but like, Gush you know, yeah. you, but like the, you know, the people, like you said, making decisions, the book agents and the, um, you know, web, uh, conglomerates mm -hmm. and all these people where everybody just became a number. Yeah. And, and it's so anti what our show is about. And I, and I'm hoping, like you said, if this bubble pops and, and things go back to another way that, what will be powerful is just that our show has just grown and has almost seven years of experience and material and, and that it can live past whatever this, this kind of not real numbers thing is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's definitely hysteria around it right now. And, and again, like, just like you guys, I love a well curated feed, but, but I, we can't be all things to all people. And I think that's, it's great because you're keeping the joy in it. And honestly, I think that what'll happen is you'll keep your energy for what matters and that's your show. Yeah. Um, instead yeah. of wearing yourself out and getting negative and you don't want to get where you're jealous and like grumpy oh, because yeah. other people are doing it better. And yeah, it's ugh, yeah. you know, and we, we fell, we actually fell in love with our podcast. We're newbies. Yes. We're not seasoned veterans like you are. And it's so great to be on your show, but it was nice to finally find our own voice in that too. We put that off forever because we just yeah. couldn't find a way to, well, <laughs> well I feel like with, but we were also like there's so many great ones why yeah. do we need to add to the mix we, you know who are we we don't want to be lifestyle experts and we certainly aren't parenting experts <laughs> yeah <laughs> we had to find something to talk about but once we did you know it's been great yeah and I almost feel like podcasting is kind of almost the anti-hysteria just because it's like it forces you to slow down and connect and mm -hmm. and to be very real it's very hard in a podcast to not be yourself it's, you can't keep up a facade for an hour mm, or if you true. can, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe well, people can. It's interesting. Like, like I was saying, you know, the show we've really, you know, we tell stories and jokes and things that have to do with us personally, obviously, but um, you know, the podcast is kind of like, Oh gosh. Okay. Well here we really are Shana and Tracy. And if, and if people are expecting that from us, that's where they can find it. And that's been kind of a scary thing, but also a really interesting thing to mm -hmm. kind of open ourselves up into that into that world to our our fans it's been it's been cool we will link to um the podcast mm -hmm. in the show notes but i'll just for people who are listening right now and going what it's just called the pump and dump 
podcast podcast right okay yeah open up podcast so you guys can look it up in your apps or go to the link that we will provide um this def like i find that podcast listeners are voracious and they want other podcasts like badly so oh yeah it's such an amazing community and it is um it's coming from uh the person who managed our social all these years it's a fascinating place because you really you really become popular or listened to on your laurels there is there is no cheating your way to the top right. of being a popular podcast and it's so liberating it is so, it is very it's liberating. just so pure yeah i know there's purity there like at some point someone's going to figure out a way to game the system and then we're all going to have to figure it out right oh, but yeah. i mean <laughs> let's hope that's a ways out yeah because i i love the purity of the space and the, the community is so engaged in our listeners are just the best like when we hear from them it makes it makes our day yeah, you right? wouldn't think that people would get take the time to write you a long email when they just listen to you in their car for an hour already, but they do. I and love it's that. Awesome. It, it's always, it's just an honor. Um, okay, guys, about. I want to go back and talk a little bit. We, we touched on what it's like to be on tourism mom. Um, it sounds like you guys are getting in and getting out. You've got this rhythm down. You've got this routine, but there must be any working mom knows, especially a working mom who has to travel, that there are times when you miss things or you screw up your flight schedule or you miss a flight. I mean, you guys, must have war stories of how that plays out in your family and kind of how do you how do you work with that how do your kids feel about it and and how do you just make sure that you're keeping i'm not going to use the word balance but like that you're keeping things <laughs> high, ugh, right that you're That's keeping so things 2018. on some kind of track <laughs> um gosh you know i don't know we <laughs> you, you are <laughs> i have no idea you know it's funny our kids i almost feel like it's Trace, I don't know if you feel this. I almost feel like it's getting a little bit worse now because they're they're at this age. My kids are six and eight. And I feel like they're really missing me when I'm gone versus when they were little. And they just kind of had this routine um, thing and we were all in survival mode. Right. Um, now it's my son says I'm going to a concert, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> he also thought I was a Canadian <laughs> oh gosh okay i was like oh no C- comedian honey comedian Canadian. yeah i'm sure that was very confusing I was like, what? <laughs> oh so you really don't care that's fine right. um so i don't know i mean it's been it's been easier in that aspect than you would think like emotionally but i think for tracy and i we're really good at making sure our families are taken care of for when we're gone like we have food for everybody. We have the pickup set up. Like I have a babysitter who, who does my pickups because my husband's not home from work early enough. And then they switch off. Like there's a lot of coordination that somehow we've juggled the last four or five years we've been touring. Um, but you just kind of do it. You yeah. know, it's like you go into like emergency mode and you yeah. just like get it done. Would but you I say? Think it, yeah, for sure. And I do agree. I mean, it's, they're getting older and they, they, they're more vocal, right? They know, and they, they're getting smarter. So they know how to make us feel worse, which right. is never <laughs> yeah. that's um, probably what I was trying to say. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I was just talking, we were driving back from school yesterday and Evie, I'm like, okay, well, don't forget mom has a show this week. And she goes, Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, you'll be back the next day. And I like, I felt actually really proud of myself yeah. for establishing the fact that she knows I'm never going to be gone that long. Right. And, and I was like, yeah, I am. You're right. And it's I'm not a big thing be back for her. The next it's, day. Just, it's just part of your, her routine and your routine and your life as a working mom, which is cool. Well, and that's what we try to re- remind people a lot is that in many ways, like I just said, I mean, we get some, I mean, we still work, but we're not touring during the summer. 
Um, we have a very nice schedule. Um, we certainly schedule our shows around important dates that we know we don't want to miss if there's a recital or yeah. obviously birthdays and stuff like that. But, um, but you know, gosh, there's moms who are doctors and nurses. I know. I'm like far less concerned about us. And right. wives who are working nights <laughs> yeah. and going to school still. And we are, we are just a drop in the puddle of how hard moms really work. Um, we just seem to get, it just, it seems more well, it's in exotic. your face because of what we do. Yeah. But. It's novel. Most people don't have that, right. that kind of schedule, but it, you're right. Like working moms come in all stripes and, and it's always hard. And, and I'm, I'm curious, you know, you said the thing about your schedule and making sure that you don't miss big things. Did it take you any time? Like I am a classic accidental double booker and something that oh, would make no. me super nervous about scheduling out a year of shows in advance is that I would blow something big. Oh, sure. we've blown stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've, I've literally like the day before I show been like, Oh, so tomorrow is my daughter's birthday mm-hmm. and we have <laughs> yeah, a show. And so got to, oops, got to like break it to the fam. Right. Um, I mean, Tracy was gone when Evie lost her first tooth, you know, like there's, there's definitely like things that happen. Yeah. And, and there's just, you know, for me, the most painful thing is just leaving sick kids. I mean, yeah. that's oh. the worst when you are, have to peel yourself away from your mm. baby who is sick. And, and, and that is actually the worst thing. And there's no scheduling for there's that. There's nothing you, you can, do about, there's that. Nothing no. can do about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, yeah, I think you just get very good at reading your school calendar and putting it all in and making <laughs> sure you, you think of every month. But yeah, we've, you know, do you guys, <laughs> are you guys, um, home, like call home, call home moms, or do you just decide, do you just get it done and then get back? Cause I've seen both sides and oh, yeah. I'm kind of more of a, just get it done and then get back and jump back in than a constant communicator when I'm traveling. But uh, you know, we're too busy. I mean, yeah. honestly, we will like be like, Oh gosh, let's FaceTime the kids really fast and like they're in never the interested. Room. Yeah. We're like yeah, in the greater show. Yeah. They're just like, you're wearing a lot of makeup and then yeah. it's just over. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we're so busy. I mean, honestly, because we try to make them so short, we mm-hmm. work on the plane, we get off the plane, we end up where we're at. We try to eat something. Then we're working again. Right. I mean, we were in a city, gosh, what was it? Omaha or something, Trace. And the wonderful owner of the club was like, oh, let me book you girls a massage for tomorrow. And we were like, we'll call you in the morning. great, but. But we spent the whole day working in bed. I mean, we had the luxury of laying in bed and working, (laughs) but still like we're, it's, it's so fast and furious every show um, that there isn't a lot of, I mean, honestly, it's just like, I'd rather get it done and get home. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel that. I also. When my kids were in a time when um, when they were sensitive about me being gone, I thought like when I called, it just created problems. Like it, does it just reminded yeah. them I wasn't there. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so Yeah, it's funny. I mean, yeah, I think you're right. Honestly, I'll call home if I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and then it's pretty quick. And but, you know, we're again, we're both very lucky. We're we're very lucky. We, we have supportive husbands who, you know, married actors and comedians and knew what they were getting into decades ago. So right. there it's no surprise to them. And, and then we all, we both have our own village of people that help take care of it. And, and so now, I mean, thankfully my mom is the one that takes care of Evie when I'm gone and she's excited to see Nana. So, you know, Hey, great. Everybody wins. I love it. 
Okay, so tell me about your guys' summers. Now, when you're back in Denver, do you hang out together or do you take a break from each other? Like, are your kids friends? How does this all work? It's so funny. We live like without traffic. We're like 20 minutes away from each other. But Denver has become so trafficy, and mm-hmm. our schedules are such that um, we we actually don't get to socialize as much as we would like. We just don't live on the same side of town. So, you know, we're, we're together a lot. We wish we could get the girls together more. We, it just doesn't happen just as much as happen. we'd like it to. And yeah. the husbands are good friends, too. But we just never... Uh, it's a, not never. I mean, obviously yeah. like, you know, we do things together, but it's, um, it's certainly not as frequent it's not like every weekend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's mm-hmm. interesting. I mean, you guys are spending all this time like together all the time and then oh, having a not, little break. It's not, it's honestly not that. I mean, yeah. Shay and I would share a house, I think if we could, but maybe <laughs> well, not that, but you know, it's funny, Trace. I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, someone asked me, do you work on the plane? And I said, well, you know, we actually we actually do work on the plane a lot, but there's often flights where we'll get on and we'll just be catching up because we only like work together every day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we'll be landing and all we were doing was just like chatting Yeah. (laughs) because you know, we're best friends and we have a lot to catch up on and I'll be like, Oh my God, that whole plane ride just went by and we were just talking. Yeah. And, um, so that, you know, that's just, we're so lucky that we have that relationship and that we, um, you know, enjoy the amount of time we get to spend together. I love that. And I, Sarah and I do the same thing. Like we, we talk all the time, all day long, but it's all about work. And then when we actually yeah. get a chance to sit, you know, to chat, it's like, oh yeah. And what's up with your kids and what's yeah. happening in your life. And I think that's just kind of, I don't know. I think that just kind of goes with the territory. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very normal. Um, okay. So, so you've got all these shows coming up. This is going to go live in February. So you're still going to have lots of months left where people can come see you. The show is about how long? An hour, hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, hour, hour and a half tops, but mostly like an hour 20. We get you in and out and back to bed. Nice. Okay. And it's, <laughs> and they happen, I, I've, I think the one I'm going to is on a Friday. So there's sometimes on weekends. Sometimes you also have weekday shows as well, or is it yeah, usually weekends? The majority of them are on the weekend, this tour. Um, there's a few that are in the middle of the week. But okay. listen, we, no, it doesn't matter. Saturday, do Saturdays matter for moms? I mean, you still have to get up <laughs> it's with just the kids a day. the next day, whether right. it's a Thursday or a Sunday. Right. So. <laughs> That's yeah. why we keep it short. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's like, like describe it. If you had to sum it up, would you call it, is it stand up? Is it audience participation? Is it storytelling? Is it all of the above? Like kind of describe it in a nutshell. So I'd say that, um, 50% of the show is music. Okay. Um, so I play the guitar and sing and have been writing music comedy for the last God. 17 years or something. Um, it just wasn't always about parenting. Um, so, uh, a lot of it is music. Tracy plays the cajon. Now we've kind of upped the ante. Sometimes she's, she's in on the songs, which is super fun. There's storytelling, there's segments, there's games, um, there's prizes. We do, uh, a whole segment that has been one of our most popular segments where when the moms walk in, they write, they write down the most effed up thing their kid did recently. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay. And so we read those and that's actually what our book is. We have a book called Parentally Incorrect. That's a collection of those that we've collected over the last, you know, several years. Um, But so we read those. So every show is so different and all those stories, you just cannot make them up. They're so, they can be so ridiculous. Um, So we do that during the show. And inevitably that will lead to some crazy story that we read. And then some mom standing up in the middle of 1100 people, like talking about it more. And it right. Just becomes, like, it. A, like what? And then just a conversation. So it's really fun. So every show ends up being a little bit different mm-hmm. and it's, it's a full on event, but you're in and out in a, an hour and 20. 
an event yeah. is a good way to, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's videos, it's multimedia. Right. It's, it's and a then we like to meet circus. everyone. It parenting. is parenting circus. <laughs> parenting circus. I love it. We, um, we, we meet everyone after, like, we love to go, you know, we take pictures with people and, and say hi. And, um, that's always kind of a fun part where everyone, you know, has their last drink and, and, um, and says, hi, it's, we really try to make it a condensed night out because we get it and right. we're tired and some people are pumping in the bathroom, you know, or right. at the well, table. That's what I was say, hour it kind of gets you a nice breastfeeding window if you can time yeah. it just perfectly. Exactly. But, yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, I'm hopefully I'm, when I come, I'm definitely going to get a picture with you guys, put it on our yes. social media. I'll tag you, it. but Hey, no pressure. If you don't respond. Oh, oh, we're responding. We're just not posting what our kids did 20 times a day. Got it. Got it. I love it. Well, this has been great. Tracy and Shana, thank you so much for coming on again. Everybody's listening. We will have links to the show and where you can get tickets and uh, the podcast and all the stuff you guys have going on at the Mom Hour. Um, Just find this episode and you can find it in the show notes. And I am really looking forward to seeing you guys in March. Thanks so much. Likewise. Thank you. Megan, thanks so much for having us. You're welcome. All right, guys, we are coming back with you. This is Sarah. And Megan, I loved that conversation with Shayna and Tracy. I am a little jealous you get to go see their show. I checked the tour dates and um, I'm not quite going to make it this this season, but I would love to. Why don't you just come up to Grand Rapids and hang out with me? See, now I want to. That was an awesome conversation. So before we wrap, you guys, um, just wanted to remind you about our Patreon community. Um, There are rewards dropping this month for our patrons who are eligible for the bonus audio classes. We're getting ready to record those soon. And it's been really fun because we approach them a little bit differently from our regular episodes. And you actually get two of those bonus audio classes per quarter when you are at the editor or producer level of Patreon support. We also have a private Facebook group for patrons where we have had so much fun interacting a little more closely with you guys and sharing behind the scenes stuff. If you're not familiar, there's more information about Patreon at patreon.com slash the mom hour. That's where you sign up and can join the community. And we would love to see you there. Megan, that was an awesome interview. And uh, we will be back with you guys on Tuesday. Sweet. See you then. Sarah, I have been having just the best time making my new podcast, The Teas Made. I launched back in November. And so far, I've covered topics like staying warm on cold winter walks, nurturing creativity, how to be a great host, and even Nordic secrets to loving winter. Well, you know I am fan number one of The Teas Made. It's got such a cozy vibe, and it seems like you've really hit your stride in covering topics like wellness, self-care, comforting rituals and routines, and home and family life. Just look for The Teas Made with Megan Francis wherever you get your podcasts, or head to theteasmade.com to find all the episodes. Hey everyone, Sarah here. Megan and I would absolutely love it if you hit pause right now, right where you're listening, and left the Mom Hour a rating and review. If our show has helped you feel a little more confident as a mom or a little less alone, that's one of the absolute biggest ways you can thank us. And it really takes about 30 seconds. If you're listening in Apple Podcasts, just navigate to the Mom Hour's show listing. So not the episode you're listening to right now, but the kind of landing area for our show as a whole, and then scroll down to leave a rating or review. Thank you so much.